0: Get in the hole. What is going on everybody? It's your boy KB. Welcome to the newest original podcast on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. Get in the hole. A podcast all about golf. It's going to be hosted by one of our newest team members, Mikey Evers. Shout out to Pat Pitts for introducing me to a brilliant golf mind. He's going to be taking you guys through the world of golf as Golf is on the brink of return as we are still in a world without live sports full time, but we've got golf to talk about. We had the undercard to the return with the the skins match. We're going to have Tiger Phil, Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. And then June 11th golf comes back full blown. So golf is on its way back. We're here to keep you in the loop. And most of all, to get in the hole. We'll talk to you guys on the course real soon. Get in the hole! Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. Is going on everybody. Welcome in to another episode of Underground Sports Phil delphia Episode number 238. Your boy KB coming at you live from Underground Studios. As always, before we get into the episode, gotta give a massive shout out to our local presenting sponsors, Main Auto LLC, Douche Arms, Pro Foot, Security21, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Bob Novigal. Mark Ronchetti, CPA, LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. And of course, our kick-ass merch provider, DesignTree, DSGNtree.com. Search Underground Sports Philadelphia on their website to get to our storefront. All that good merch is in there. Everything we're going to be talking about tonight, you're going to be able to gear up for it. Our gritty shirt. All of our Sixers gear. Hell, even our Phillies Bryce Harper shirt. Our, our baller Bryce Harper shirt in our storefront. And of course our Eagles merch as well. Plus the logo shirt. Everything in there. If you use the promo code SPRING20 at checkout, you're going to save yourself 20% off your entire order. It's that simple. Save yourself some money. Use the promo code SPRING20. DSGEntry.com, search underground sports Philadelphia. And of course, our awesome sponsors, partners, Tomahawk Shades, the best in the business. They are doing it right, guys. Why are you going to go out and spend a fortune on a pair of sunglasses that you're going to break, that you're going to lose, when you can buy a pair of sunglasses, buy a pair of Blue Light Plus glasses from our friends at Tomahawk Shades. For a fraction of the price, they're going to hold up far better. The quality of these products are unbelievable. I wear my blue light glasses every single show. You guys know that by now. My sunglasses are on the way. I can't wait for those to get here. And uh, before we give you our promo code, our friends at Tomahawk Shades now have a rewards program called Hawk Points. The rewards program went live today. Tons of ways you can earn points. And if you're an ambassador, we have even more ways to earn, which we are. If you follow Tomahawk Shades on Instagram, you're going to get 50 Hawk points. You like them on Facebook, that's another 50. If you you celebrate a birthday, easy, 100 Hawk points. You sign up for rewards, you get 100 Hawk points. And if you place an order on TomahawkShades.com, You get one Hawk Point for every dollar you spend. And I know, you guys want to hear that promo code. It's still going. You guys are pumping it out. You're helping us pay some bills. And our friends at Tomahawk Shades are loving it. They gave us the best promo code in the business. TomahawkShades.com, your entire cart, automatically, with our promo code USP, 25% off. You can't beat that. You're paying three quarters of a price for an already affordable product. All thanks to our friends at Tomahawk Shades. Go sign up for the rewards program, Hawk Points. It's well worth it. Earn those points, save them up, bank them, put them to good use, and they're easy to earn. TomahawkShades.com. Use the promo code USP at checkout. Tomahawk Shades. Quality product, affordable price, best in the business. Also guys, using a brand new microphone, I finally got my hands on a Shure, not a sponsor, Shure SM7B, so the sound quality hopefully is uh that much more enhanced. I'm loving this thing. It sounds fantastic, and uh, this is what I'm going to be using from now on for shows at the studio. But guys, uh, I'm glad I pushed what would have been Wednesday's show and when you would have been hearing this on Thursday to now because sports as a whole look like they are on the way back, most notably the NBA. And as of tonight, the NHL, the NHLPA, the board has approved the vote. The vote has been approved where the NHL league the National Hockey League Players Association Executive Board voted to approve a 24-team conference-based playoff format for a potential restart of the season this summer. A quote in this article on ESPN says, The Executive Board of the NHL Players Association has authorized further negotiations with the NHL on a 24-team return-to-playoff format return to play format to determine the winner of the 2020 Stanley Cup. Several details remain to be negotiated and an agreement on the format would still be subject to the parties reaching agreement on all issues relevant to resuming play. The union said in a statement under the plan, the top four seeds in each conference as determined by their standings points percentage, when the regular season was paused on March 12th would receive buys through a round of best of five play in series featuring seeds five through twelve. Those play in series would determine which teams advanced to a traditional sixteen team Stanley Cup playoff bracket, which would have seven game series. The NHLPA board had what was described by a source as quote, long and intense conference call Thursday night to discuss the format and a vote was conducted over the next 24 hours. The full NHLPA board was involved in the vote, including the 24 teams that would advance to the playoffs and the seven non-playoff teams whose seasons would be over by adopting the plan. The format was created by the joint, quote, return-to-play committee that included NHL executives and a panel of players. The next step is the NHL signing off on the NHLPA's approved format, a joint announcement on the format could come in the next few days. The NHL is expected to move forward on announcing plans for the NHL draft lottery and the draft itself. After this playoff format is announced, it has not been determined when and how players will be able to return to their training facilities. Approval of the playoff format shouldn't be confused with the players' formal approval of the season restarting. It addresses only the structure of the postseason. If teams return to the ice, there are still major issues on which the players and NHL have to find common ground, including where the games will be played and how players will be tested for COVID-19. The players-approved playoff plan would temporarily replace the divisional wildcard format the league has used since 2013 with two conference tournaments of 12 teams. Under the proposed format, the seeding and play-in series would be as follows. So the Eastern Conference would look like this, the top four seeds. The Boston Bruins would be one, Tampa Bay Lightning would be two, Washington Capitals would be three, and our Philadelphia Flyers would be number four, ladies and gentlemen. And the play-in series would look like this, a 5v12 matchup between the Pittsburgh Penguins as the 5 and the Montreal Canadiens as the 12, the Carolina Hurricanes as a 6 seed playing against the New York Rangers as an 11 seed, the New York Islanders as a 7-seed taking on the 10-seed Florida Panthers, and the 8-seed Toronto Maple Leafs taking on the 9-seed Columbus Blue Jackets. The Western Conference would be set up like this. St. Louis Blues would be the 1-seed, the Colorado Avalanche would be the 2, the Vegas Golden Knights would be number 3, and the Dallas Stars would be 4, and then you'd have matchups, same seeding as the East East. Uh, with Edmonton going against Chicago, Nashville against Arizona, Vancouver, and Minnesota. And then the 8-9 matchup would be a fun Canadian showdown between Calgary and Winnipeg. Though the NHL's version of the plan had the teams bracketed, there was a push among some of the players to reseed the teams after the first round. This will be a point of further negotiation. Those top four teams in each conference won't sit idly by. The format calls for these teams to face one another to remain sharp ahead of the next round of the playoffs, which had been a concern from the players. The top four teams would essentially play some form of a round-robin tournament that would potentially reseed them before the round of 16. So those t- top four teams uh, in each conference, so Boston, Tampa, the Capitals, and the Flyers would each play against each other in a round-robin type tournament in St. Louis, Colorado, Vegas, and Dallas would do the same, And uh, that would kind of determine, I guess, where they would be seated once the play-in series matchups would be done. And I'm cool with that. I think that's smart. It keeps, like it said in the article here, it keeps those teams sharp. And it makes sure that those teams aren't staying idle while other teams are playing and kind of getting their legs back under them. I think in hockey, that's the biggest thing. You know, basketball not as much baseball not hockey you're on skates you got to get your legs back under you more than anything else so i think when it comes to hockey coming back that's going to be a major you know part of this is making sure these players are coming back and feel fully equipped and ready to rock and roll uh when it comes to getting their legs back under them and, and skating properly um but I'm a fan of, of the top four teams playing against each other in a side tournament while the play-in series goes down. Uh, fans will not be allowed at the games, and logistics remain a work in progress. The NHL probably will utilize only two, quote, hub cities uh, for its restart from the coronavirus pandemic if the proposed playoff format is adopted, an NHL source told ESPN. The NHL explored using four hub arena sites. For the restart, Commissioner Gary Bettman said Monday that eight or nine locations are under consideration. Las Vegas is wildly considered to be a favorite. Uh, expanding the Stanley Cup playoffs from 16 to 24 teams has been favored by the NHL as an equitable solution for teams that were near the playoff bubble when the season was paused. For example, only four points separated the now 11th seeded Coyotes from the final card spot, and they had 12 games left in the season. The NHLPA, however, has expressed reservations about an expanded playoff format. Predators forward Matt Shane said this week that he would like to see a more traditional format. Quote, I believe let's keep, let's keep it as traditional as possible. I'd love to see us jump to a 16-team playoff. Dushane said on Sportsnet 590. Warning that too much gimmickry in the playoff format would be detrimental. Quote, you don't want to have a COVID cup and I'm worried that if we force this thing and try and it's a little gimmicky and it's not quite right whoever wins the cup is going to have people try to take it away from them for their whole lives and guys don't deserve that. I get what he's saying, but I think if any sport comes back, obviously when they do, and if it if it is the NHL that's first and it looks like they're gaining the most steam to come back first, which is awesome. They're kind of just coming from the top ropes and is like, "Hey, what's up guys? You know, baseball, you want to dilly-dally around and and not pay the players what they're supposed to be paid. Basketball, you're still trying to figure out if you're going to play in Disney World or Las Vegas. Well, uh, you know, we don't have any TV partner deals like the NBA does, so we can play wherever pretty much wherever we want. And uh we're just going to come in, sneak in and take the uh take the first step and be the first sport to come back, which I think is massive for the NHL if this goes down. If the NHL is the first sport to come back amongst the four major sports, this is a huge deal for the NHL. And uh obviously the Flyers being in the playoffs would be huge and there's no other way that this Flyers team as hot as they were uh, you know when the season was paused and all those uh analytical numbers were coming out, they were the the predicted Stanley Cup winners. You can't make it up. This is the the most flyer way for the season to get back underway, have this 2014 tournament, and the Flyers are going to win. That's the most flyer thing ever is if this all comes back and the Flyers end up winning the thing like this, it will be the most Flyers way to win a cup ever. And I'm here for it. I don't care how any team... You know, whoever it may be that ends up winning this version of the Stanley Cup, because we all know it's only going to be like this more than likely for this season, then we'll get back to a traditional Stanley Cup playoff. But man, whoever wins this, I think it's more of a, a bragging rights thing and saying, hey, look what we were able to do coming back, not being able to skate together for, you know, two, three months. Let's get back and, and, and show the world that, hey, we had the the guts and the glory to come out, work as a team, build this thing and, and win this, this playoff run and win the cup and hoist the cup. I think everybody complaining about the asterisks that would be next to teams' names if they won a championship, if the season's resumed, you know, everybody wants sports back, but obviously we all want it done in the right, proper fashion. Most of us, there are some lunatics out there that would disagree, but if if a champion is crowned, a champion's crowned. you don't need to put an asterisk next to it It's just foolish it's not like you know, I just think it's silly when people bring up the whole you know it's a tainted win no it's not it's not like the Astros winning the World Series and cheating, but the Flyers would be the four seed in this. And um my guess would be that they would kind of just go 1v4 2v3, which would be awesome, kind of merge the two uh divisions in the east and in the west have a Flyers versus Bruins showdown. <laughs> Where have we seen that before? I think it would be absolutely electric. And if if hockey is the first sport back, I think it does wonders for the sport. You're going to have so many people tuned in because it's a, a live major four sport coming back. And it's going to put a lot of new eyes on the game. Uh, going to put a lot of younger fans' eyes on the game as well. I think it would be absolutely massive for the NHL if they are the first sport back. And the NHLPA agreeing to this format, I think, is a huge development because that just shows the players are on board with this format for the most part. Obviously, there's going to be some concerns from players like we heard from Matt Duchesne, but the the NHLPA agreeing to this format, I think, is a massive development that went down. And we are one step closer, guys. Think about it that way. we are one step closer to having sports back because not only the NHL coming back, would it be huge for hockey? Would it be huge for just the country to have live sports back? Uh, you know, there's going to be hurdles that are going to have to be overcome. Obviously, the biggest thing with hockey is that there are a plethora of Canadian teams. You look at the teams that would be in this playoff, um, you've got Montreal. You've got Toronto, you've got Calgary, you've got Winnipeg, you've got Vancouver. There are a num—you've got Edmonton in here as well. There are a number of the Canadian teams where Canada is under their own circumstances with everything going on. So there's a lot of you know hurdling that you're going to have to do with uh, getting those Canadian teams into that hub city. But we are one step closer to live sports. You know, obviously we've had golf and we're going to have the Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson golf match this weekend. But this is one of the major four sports. And with the NHL, if they're able to get this off, I think it's a domino effect for the NBA to bring back their season, which we'll get into. Sounds like it's going to be going down uh, at the most magical place on earth, Disney World. And it's also a a kick in the ass for Major League Baseball for the owners to wake up and get their sport back before it's too late. I'm very excited, man. An NHL tournament-style playoff like this looks dynamic. And I pulled up a graphic uh, from Sportsnet that came out this morning with kind of what the proposed 2014 playoff would look like, the first round of the 16 seed uh, playoff would be the one seed playing against the winner of the 8 versus 9, the four seed would play the winner of the 5v12, the two seed would play the winner of the 7v10, and the three seed plays the winner of the 6v11, so... Uh, It'd be interesting if there was reseeding from the top four teams because they're going to get that bye, essentially. But they'd have to play each other for seeding. So if that does happen, and say the Flyers are the four-seed still, there's a chance we get a first-round Flyers-Penguins matchup to kick off the playoffs. And man, oh man, would that be electric. Absolutely electric. Because... I don't see the Canadians being able to tough it out in a best of five against the Penguins. Uh, as as much as we hate the Penguins, they they've got the firepower and they've got guys that you know we didn't think would be back this season, but now with things being pushed back, they could be back. Um, but man, if if the Flyers end up staying the four seed, having a four v five of of Flyers-Penguins in the first round of the playoffs would be absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. So, if the the team stayed the same, Boston would play the winner of Toronto and Columbus. Uh, The Flyers would play the winner of Pittsburgh and Montreal. Tampa would play the winner of the Islanders and the Florida Panthers. And then the Capitals would play the winner of the Hurricanes and the Rangers. And then in the West... St. Louis would play the winner of Calgary and Winnipeg. Uh, Colorado would play the winner of Edmonton and Chicago. I'm sorry, no. uh, Dallas would play the winner of Edmonton and Chicago. Colorado would play the winner of Vancouver and Minnesota. And then Vegas would play the winner of Nashville and Arizona. Sign me up. I'm I'm all in on this because it's a, a March Madness type feel to it as well. You're going to have play-in games. Uh, This is going to be electric. If this goes down and everything can get off without a hitch, I am so fired up for this. I was texting a bunch of people tonight when I saw the NHLPA kind of confirm everything, and uh, I was like, let's do that hockey. Cue the Chance the Rapper, Saturday Night Live. Let's do that hockey because it's going to be... A boatload of fun. Summertime hockey. What is there not to like about it? Obviously, we want it all done safely. That's the biggest thing. And that's going to be one of the biggest hurdles of any sport truly coming back, too, is making sure that all of this can be done in a safe manner where players, teams, uh, team doctors, coaches, everybody can remain safe throughout this playoff tournament but a 24-team hockey march madness return looks like it's in the cards and we are one step closer to having live sports back on the tv and i can't wait and before we get into the nba guys uh gotta tell you about our friends at tomahawk shades because they're the best in the damn business and that's why i gotta tell you about them tomahawk shades they've got all new shades coming out they revamped the website all new stuff coming out uh they're doing it the right way you know they are are providing a quality product for an affordable price two brothers started this bad boy on long island They wanted to make a sunglasses company that's light on the wallet but stands out in a crowd. You want to look styling and profiling. Andrew and Ryan Shapiro are doing it the right way. And our friends at Tomahawk Shades have hooked us up big time. We're doing a giveaway on our Twitter too that ends at the end of this coming week. May 29th, we will announce the winner of two pairs of Tomahawk Shades courtesy of our friends at tomahawk shades but they're doing it the right way guys why would you go out and spend an arm and a leg for just a dumb reason on a pair of sunglasses when you can get a pair of tomahawk shades for literally literally a fraction of the price best in the business they've been a blast to work with And, like we said at the top of the show, they just rolled out the rewards program, Hawk Points. Follow them on Instagram. Like them on Facebook. 50 points for each one. If you have a birthday, 100 Hawk Points. You sign up for the rewards program, 100 Hawk Points. And when you place an order, you get one Hawk Point for every dollar you spend. Rack up those points. Keep them saved up. And right now they also have free shipping on all orders over $75. And if you want to get a little bit more in your cart for that value, use our promo code USP. Promo code USP at checkout saves you 25% off at checkout. You can't beat it. You're already working on your order for three quarters of the price. They've got the Blue Light Plus glasses that I wear every single show sunglasses that are absolutely rock star, amazing. They still have, I just went onto their website right now, the limited edition Memorial Day splatter glasses, the red, white, and blue splatters are still available. They only made 50 of those bad boys, so get yourself a pair of those for the summer months. You can't beat it. You cannot beat it. Promo code USP at checkout. Save yourself 25% 25% off with our friends at Tomahawk Shades, a quality product for an affordable price. Shout out to the Shapiro brothers. But it looks like the NBA is in serious talks to restart its season in Orlando with Disney World being the front runner. Obviously, Disney, ABC, ESPN, massive partners for the NBA, so it makes a ton of sense. Mark Cuban was on the Pat McAfee show talking about that, and that's why Orlando is the front-runner. It remains unclear when the games would begin, but multiple sources say the prospect of players fully training in mid-June and playing by mid-July has been the most popular and possible scenario discussed. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver told the Board of Governors on May 12th, that he aims to decide on the season in two to four weeks and that he wants to wait as long as he can to make the final decisions. This is coming from uh, Shams Charania and Sam Amick from The Athletic. Uh, with the league, while the league has explored the possibility of holding games in multiple cities, it appears likely that Orlando would be a sole host. Sources confirm that Houston as first reported by the ringer on Wednesday has also received serious consideration as a host city, but Orlando is on track uh, to win its bids. So long as final details regarding testing and hotel use are resolved for the NBA, Orlando Disney world's controllability as a playing site with a private property having the necessary complexes, hotels and amenities has been the most appealing of all the possibilities all along But it's going to be a medical bubble. you know. It's going to be a hub, uh, an environment in which people can re-enter and undergo retesting is something that is being talked about. But from what Mark Cuban said, they're trying to make this thing like the Hotel California where you come in and you can't leave. So it's going to be interesting to see how the NBA goes about it. But it looks like if the NBA does come back, we're going to know By this coming week. By June 1st. uh, Seems very logical. Or around June 1st. So by next week. We could really start to see. Kind of a a formulation of where the NBA is looking. In terms of a season coming back. uh, In terms of the playoffs starting. And all that good stuff. So I mean. There's a, there's a lot of things that could happen when it comes to the NBA. I personally think, it, you know, from the development of the NHL stuff tonight, it, it seems like the NHL is the league that's going to come back first. They seem like they have the skeleton and the framework in place to make sure that their players, their coaches and everything are safe and that they can get this thing done they seem like they have more they're further along in their process than any other league from the NHLPA agreeing to all of this I think that's a huge first step and we haven't gotten that exactly from the NBA yet um but it's it's a good it's good that we're hearing discussions about this because it just means that it's being talked about constantly and and it means that the discussions are being had that need to be talked about in order to get things back to where they need to be for the short term and the long term. You know, there's plans being talked about for football season and everything, and thank goodness we have quite a ways until we have to worry about that. But I think getting the NHL and NBA playoffs underway, baseball just needs to figure out what they're going to do. They don't have much time. You know, if they want to get 82 games in and not significantly destroy the offseason for some of these players uh, that they would normally have, the Major League Baseball owners need to just get their acts together and, and figure this thing out. Because if you get hockey and basketball back, baseball's going to, you know, be that distant third again. Because hockey playoffs are the best playoffs. NBA, you've got the pull of you know just marketability. You've got the pull of the players where people tune in to watch those players. Baseball, it, it's still trying to get a grapple hold on both. And while there are people like me who absolutely love baseball and enjoy watching, you know the most random matchups in the sport. There's a lot of bridge gapping that baseball has to do with their fan base uh, that they're trying to market to. And, you know, that's the biggest thing is baseball figuring things out. Because baseball is trying to get a season started where the NBA already has a season in place. NHL already had a season in place. They're just trying to essentially get playoffs started. And that's why I like what the NHL has come up with where – this 24 team tournament style would eliminate them having to play those extra games it kind of just assumes that these teams would have been in the race for the the final stretch you know 12 14 games whatever it may have been and just gives each team a chance and i think it's going to make things more interesting it's going to have you're going to have more people tune in i don't care if you think it's gimmicky or whatever sure it's going to have a little bit of gimmick to it but it's going to have more people with eyes on your sport because of just the intensity, because of, you know, just the high stakes of just trying to get into the playoffs. This is a set, you're essentially going to have a full blown round of wild card games to just get into the playoffs. And while I hate it in baseball because it's, you know, baseball is set up on series as a sport. You play series throughout a season where hockey, it's game after game after game. I think this is going to be so much fun to watch, so much fun to just pull fans in. And and fans should be excited. If this is the route that ends up happening for hockey and we get this 2014 playoff tournament, be stoked. Be absolutely stoked and be really stoked that the Flyers are in that top four Because they're essentially going to get a bye and they're they're just playing for reseeding. So say if they lose to the Bruins, in that reseeding round robin, you're playing the Penguins. And if they win and they keep things going, they have a chance to be the one seed and play Toronto or Columbus. And if they end up being the two seed, they end up playing the Islanders or the Panthers. And if they're the three seed, they end up playing Carolina or the Rangers. But man, think about, think about it. Flyers Penguins in the first round of the playoffs. You know, it would just add more to the the rivalry, to the story that we have had with these two teams. It it would be absolutely electric, man. I need to see that happen. I need to see it. It needs to happen. It needs to and not that I want the Flyers to lose it all. But even if the the top four teams just play against each other and it's just to stay sharp and it's not really for much and they just kind of seed them one through four as they are right now where it would be Boston, Tampa, Washington, and the Flyers. Oh, boy. Flyers-Penguins in the first round. Hello, TV ratings. Hello, TV ratings. It would be absolutely insane. I need it to happen. It needs to go down. That's it's exciting, guys. Hockey is on the way back. The Flyers have a, a a chance to compete and play for a Stanley Cup in a year where they were absolutely crushing people, game after game after game, looking like a, a true cup contender for the first time in a long time. And uh, I can't wait for this. I can't wait for it to get started. Hopefully, you know they're able to clear those hurdles and make sure that this can be done in a safe and smart way. But man, it looks very promising right now, in my opinion, from everything I've been able to gather, everything I've been able to read since the NHLPA put out that they have agreed to these terms. I'm super pumped. I'm super pumped. And I'm also super pumped because we've got another golf match this weekend. We got the match of Tiger, Phil, 2.0, but they've got partners this time with Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. Why am I pumped about this? Because I think there's going to be absolutely legendary shit talking going down. We saw it kind of in the quote-unquote undercard last weekend with uh, Rory, Dustin Johnson, Matt Wolf, and... Uh, Ricky Fowler don't know why I was blanking on Ricky's name there you know we saw Rory talking a little smack talking about how he's won two FedEx cups and how he's the shit having mic'd up golf players is something I think that golf truly needs to adopt having those guys mic'd up hearing them talk especially early on and kind of just getting under each other's skin a little bit you know. Taking jabs at each other. It was fun. It was hilarious. You know, we we tweeted about it. I was tweeting about it and a, a couple other people that work for Underground Sports were talking about it. And we tweeted it from our golf account. You know, Rory talking shit is everything. And it got so much traction. And I think it speaks to the casual fan to see golfers jabbing at each other. You're going to bring in more people. And I it's been a theme on a lot of our shows on the network this week is just marketability and why it's so important for sports to be able to market to different niche groups and to different fans. And this is a way to do it. If golf is able to mic up players and I honestly as well, I enjoyed no fans at the golf course. It's very off brand for our golf show. And it's name, but I thoroughly, it was easier to kind of just get in the flow with what those guys were doing. And I was locked in watching the skins match last weekend. I was locked in. I watched every single hole. It was fun to watch because it was going on live. It was a a live sporting event. You know, Bill Murray calls in, and his FaceTime camera is sideways. Mike Tirico is part of the broadcast, and Mike Tirico is one of my favorite broadcasters going right now. But, man, am I excited. Especially after we saw that video come out a couple weeks ago about uh, on the Zoom call or whatever it was with the four guys, and, and Peyton just laid into Tom. Just grilling him, roasting him you know, talking about how he broke into somebody's house and all this stuff. It was, it was absolutely hilarious. And Peyton Manning, I think is going to be an absolute joker on this course in terms of just talking shit, getting in guys heads. Uh, the picture came out today, you know, with the notes that he took, uh, when they went out and played on a course and it was absolutely absurd the amount of notes Peyton took. Like it, it was scribbled, scrabbled, everything. Like he was he was locked in. Peyton is in this to win it. Peyton is in it to win it. Uh he teed it up this uh, this afternoon with Ricky Fowler, Matt Wolf, and Tiger Woods. And uh he took a ton of notes and I think Peyton is in this bad boy to win it for the long haul. Like, he is ready to rock and roll, and uh, I'm excited to watch this. I think there's going to be a lot of just interesting commentary from the four guys. I think we're going to see a more loose and relaxed Tom Brady than we're used to seeing, um, and I hope Phil and Tiger learned from the first Time that these guys did a televised match similar to this where they just got super competitive and, and were in it to win it at the end and kind of lost the luster and allure of having the mic'd up, you know, scenario and, and being able to take jabs at each other and talking shit and all that kind of stuff. I think that's something that if they go back and and look at things that they can improve, I hope that's one thing that Phil And Tiger learned from the first time that they did this, and they don't really lose sight of it, you know? Get in each other's heads. There's no fans there to worry about, which I think is going to be another nice thing for Phil and Tiger is that there's not going to be any fans to distract them from playing, and I think they can lock in in playing, and they can have some fun too. So I'm super pumped about the golf match. Super pumped about hockey. Super pumped about the NBA. And hopefully, baseball can figure its shit out and we get this damn sport back because I miss my baseball. It was announced, though, that with spring training 2.0 potentially in the works, the Phillies, instead of going back down to Clearwater, they would have spring training 2.0 at Citizens Bank Park, which I think is also a big plus. You know, keeping them home, keeping the guys at CBP, keeping them in Philly, rather than going down to Florida, ramping them back up, and then having to fly back to, to Philly. Uh, I, I like the idea of having spring training uh, for the Phils at Citizens Bank Park and just getting acclimated to the everyday life at the ballpark, rather than having to relocate everything back down to Florida. Coming back, like it's a smart idea. I think a lot of other teams are following suit. Outside of, uh, from what I saw with the Yankees and the Mets, where they would be going back down to Florida, Um, I like that the Phillies are taking the initiative that they would be doing spring training 2.0 at Citizens Bank Park. I think it's a smart idea. Let's make it happen, baseball. Figure it out. Let's do it. And uh, let me know what you guys think about this hockey playoff format in our Apple podcast reviews. Once we get to 300 overall podcast ratings and reviews, reading the reviews, episode two will come to the podcast feed where I'll read everything from where I left off on the very first one to where number 300 ends. And, uh, you guys have been coming in droves lately. So shout out to you guys. You're the absolute best. And if you don't have an iPhone, you can check us out on Spotify, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, the TuneIn app, iHeartRadio, radio.com, wherever you get your podcasts, Underground Sports Philadelphia is there. And like we were talking about golf, make sure you check out our brand new original podcast on the network, Get in the Hole, hosted by the one and only Mikey Evers. He's me doing the damn thing, taking you guys through the world of golf. Uh officially on Spotify, so follow Get in the Hole on Spotify. Should be on a lot of other podcast platforms in the very near future. We'll have an episode coming very, very soon talking about the Skins match with uh, DJ, Rory, Ricky Fowler, and, and Matthew Wolf, and then uh, obviously the match 2.0 with the heavy hitters and uh, Tiger, Phil, Tom Brady, and Peyton. We'll talk about that as well. Uh, very excited to get that bad boy up and running. And then uh, OTB is rocking and rolling. The PLL is right around the corner. So make sure you check out Outside the Box. Leave those five-star ratings and reviews over there because once we get back out to five out of five overall on the rating system on OTB, we're dropping some badass merch to celebrate because hashtag wise guys Never Win. And uh, check out all the other podcasts on the network. We're rocking and rolling, doing the damn thing. Very excited for things to come. And, uh, if you missed out, Connor Miles, RIP Miles Sheet at Connor Miles NFL now on the Twitter machine, officially part of the network, as is Just Another Football Podcast is our very first national podcast. Very excited to have that, uh, come to fruition and having my boy Connor Miles as part of the team and, uh... Just keep rocking and rolling, guys. You guys are the absolute best. Make sure you're following us on social media, Twitter and Instagram, at Underground PHI. You can follow me on Twitter, at KBIZZL311. And uh, we'll keep it going. But leave those five-star ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. Let me know what you guys think about the NHLPA approving this playoff format, what you think about the NBA playing in Disney World, and uh, if you think baseball is going to get its act together. We'll figure it all out. We're in this together. You guys are the absolute best. Shout out to our awesome sponsors. Main Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot, Security 21, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Bob Novick Auto Mall, Mark Ronchetti, CPA LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. And of course, Design Tree, our kick-ass merch provider, DSGNtree.com. Search Underground Sports Philadelphia. If you want to get OTB merch as well, search Outside the Box. Use the promo code SPRING20. Save yourself twenty percent off your entire order. Gear up for this playoff run. Get your gritty merch. He's up for Mass Guy of the Year on the NHL uh, votes. Make sure you go vote in all those polls as well and get all the flyers on top of all the rankings. And of course, Tomhawk Shades. Sign up for the rewards program. Get your hawk points and make sure you use our promo code USP. Help us Continue to pay the bills and save yourself 25% off on an absolutely amazing product, quality product, affordable price, Tomahawk Shades. You guys are the best. This has been episode number 238 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. We'll be back this weekend getting things back on track uh, with Thursday and Monday releases of the show on audio format and being live on Twitch. twitch.tv slash underground sports PHI. And, of course, on Facebook as well. I'm your host, Kyle Bennett. Let me know what you guys think about the new mic quality as well. Can't wait to be back. Episode 238. 238 of these bad boys. We'll be back. Another episode dropping on Monday. But until then, stay safe. Do the right thing. Enjoy Memorial Day. You guys are the best. We are signing off. Peace.